Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Alright, welcome back. <clears throat> Monday edition, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York has not joined us. Um, <clears throat> and we haven't heard from him. I hope he's well. We'll see. He may be in an election uh, commission meeting again. Today <clears throat> is Juneteenth. I, I don't know if they would be meeting today or not. So, mm, I don't. I don't know, Clay. I think the banks are closed today. Are they? <clears throat> yes, it's a federal holiday. Uh, a new federal holiday. And you're making us work. Come on, yeah, now. Clayton. You didn't get it. I got a phone call last week, so. Yeah. Clayton, you're making us work on Juneteenth. I mean, you know. Oh, let the games begin. Yes. No, we don't even, yeah, we don't even get Columbus Day off around here. So. No, 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 we do not. Who cares? I mean, poor old Columbus. Nobody cares about him anymore. I mean, Columbus Day is toast. I remember learning about Columbus in kindergarten, and it was a positive experience back then. Today, not so much. Yeah. I, you know, I don't have much warm and fuzzy for Columbus. I mean, uh, the whatever i mean when i was a federal worker i certainly enjoyed taking columbus days off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway all right uh miss york may or may not join us carrie powers who's uh, often joins us on monday is also not here she's had to go to memphis to see about something that's where she's from uh there's a lot going on in the world of course it's uh, y'all said it it is juneteenth it is a new federal holiday um I, I've heard it described as the day that the last slaves were freed or the day that the slaves were freed in Texas. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Um, you know, I wish I were still a federal Well, nah, I don't want to be a federal worker anymore. But if I were still a federal <laughs> worker, I'd have the day off. <laughs> yes, know? yes, you would. There you go, Juneteenth. Uh, do y'all know, Coach Mike Lyle? Do y'all know anything more about Juneteenth? I what just basically what you said uh, that it was it, it's a date commemorating the uh, and I think it has something to do with the last slaves actually being freed or declared free in Texas somewhere. Now, uh, outside of that, I honestly I don't really know what uh, what the story is behind that day or behind the day. Well, I, I was hoping Mr. York might be able to give us, you know, more perspective on it. Maybe he can do that for us tomorrow. Uh, Bonnaroo is over, folks. Uh, you know, I was up at on Mont Eagle Mountain this weekend, and uh, as always, you can see Bonnaroo out in the distance at night. It looks like a big nuclear pile glowing out there on the it's horizon. Not far from it, from my understanding. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, you know, I guess they're going to start doing the cleanup now. They usually find one, two, three dead in there that nobody even was missing before they uh, before they started cleaning up. You know what the average hotel price was in the city of Tullahoma this weekend? No, I do not, Clayton. Over $400 a night in Tullahoma. All because of Bonnaroo. You know, my experience was that... Uh, 
you know, my my children, you know, seniors in high school, freshmen, sophomores in college, they had to go about twice. And then after that, they were done with Bonnaroo. That was, you know, one of those one of those experiences that you want to say you've been there, and then after that, you're good with it. I've never heard them say they want to go back. No, it's not since. I'd be interested to get our friend Drake College perspective. He's he's been Drake probably went. Drake has gone, and he actually saw Robert Kennedy Jr. speak at Bonnaroo. Uh, You were telling me that. And uh, speaking of Robert Kennedy Jr., man, uh, his. his time on Joe Rogan's podcast, he knocked re- it out of the park. Has really taken off. I'll put it to you that way. And, and it's also got people talking again about what if you saw him and Trump on one ticket at some point? Um, I mean, the guy's just coming out telling it the way it is, and uh, he's he's not afraid to attack his party or or, or the Republicans. Uh, I gotta give him credit. No, I mean he's, he's a he's a a, a center left Democrat, the, just the old fashioned stripe like Bill Clinton. I yeah, mean, just uh, uh, and uh, he's he called his own party the party of warmongers now. Yeah, and we've been saying that on here for almost a year. Yeah, and, and he aptly points out they you know used to be the peace party. I mean, we're, Code Pink has just disappeared. You know, I mean, anybody ever heard of Code Pink lately? They just—they're gone. It's uh, yeah. Well, the media is not going to give them the coverage they used to because the media is in bed with uh, certain parties and establishments, and just not going to do it. Well, a new Economist and YouGov poll has found that Democrat candidate Robert F. Kennedy now ranks number one in favorability uh, heading into 2024. Uh, his favorability rating was higher than Biden's, also higher than Trump's. Uh, so that, that's and that Joe Rogan broke. I mean, uh, and Robert F. Kennedy is he's he's cut off of YouTube, cut off of Facebook, but uh, the Twitter Elon Musk is giving him a platform to get out there where people can get to know him, and it's happening. I would I would encourage people to check it out. I mean, he takes on everything from war to vaccines to COVID. Um, it, it's it'll be it'll be Rogan's one. It'll be one of his highest probably listened to podcast of the year. Yeah, uh, you know the thing about Robert Kennedy is that I mean I, I he he takes some positions that are you know to the conservative side he takes some positions to the to the liberal side you know i I don't agree with him on uh a whole lot of things you know but what he's demonstrating i think and this is what i'm watching for is an ability to be a uniter a healer he really you gotta watch him he he comes across as the kind of guy who has the potential to bring this deeply divided country back together again? And you know, I, I've said before, I could, I could, uh, I could see circumstances where we got into the election next fall, and if Robert Kennedy were the nominee, if he, if he was demonstrating a, an ability—I mean, demonstrating an ability—to unite the country to heal this badly, which I, I think we're on a country on the verge of 
something, some kind of divide. So civil war, if you might call it, or divide or split or whatever. We are, we're on the verge of just, you know, the the ballot box ain't working anymore to resolve our differences. The courts aren't working anymore to resolve our differences. So when you run out of those things, there's only one other thing left to resolve our differences, you know. Uh, so uh, if if he could demonstrate that he could heal and unite the country, I, I would vote for him. He's going to have a lot of support. I don't know if they're going to let him win. Um, I, and I say them. I, I'm going to say his own party. They're not even going to. They're not even going to let it, let the two of them debate each other, Dale. So, my thing is, if he was to lose the primary, if you're the Republican candidate, whoever that may be, if you really wanted to bring the country together, what about a ticket with a Democrat and a Republican on it together? I don't see that happening, but we'll see. Yeah, say, Delka, we do have Mr. York with hey, us now. Good morning, Mr. York. Good morning, team. How y'all doing this morning? All right. Good to have you. My computer you. was asleep and didn't want to wake up this morning. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's not even patched yet, yeah. is it? <laughs> hey, we're a week past that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Mr. York, we were, uh, let me just sort of catch up. We, it is Juneteenth, and yeah. it's that's a new federal holiday, and we were sort of, you know, all we know, we were talking about it, and all we know is it's either the day that the last slaves were freed or the day that the slaves were freed in Texas, and that's really all we know about it. Can you give us further insight? Yeah, you know, and and the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1863. Right. And uh, in some areas, uh, people were declared free and they did what they had to do they left the plantations they did different things uh but in texas nobody told the slaves that they were free and then the only time they knew it is when a federal troops came to galveston texas and posted a sign on a church there in galveston and then the word spread like wildfire, but they, in 1865, that's two years past the Emancipation Proclamation before they were even, even knew that they were free. So, you know, what comes to mind to me, though, is why did that have to happen? What do you mean? Why did that have to happen? I, I don't, the, I don't, the slave what, issue. What, why did that have to happen, period? I'm not sure. Well, why should somebody own somebody else is what I'm saying. Why should somebody ever feel that they have the right to own somebody else? But that's what what happened back in those days, you know, and and but that that was the the gist of Juneteenth. So in Texas, they didn't know till two years later that they were free. Yeah, you know, I can answer your question, but it doesn't make it right. I mean, you know, everything has to be judged in the con i think in the context of its time and uh you know the slavery had been known throughout you know in 1865 or 63 or whatever slavery had been known around the world in all sorts of different cultures nations uh societies whatever uh you know black had owned white white had owned black uh in some societies, the you know people, it wasn't a matter of race. It's just, you know, I think it was maybe Chinese. Just they enslaved some of their own, you know, and 
I mean, that's well, the bottom that's, line. That's though, the Bill, answer. I mean, it doesn't make it right, but the answer the, is the slavery had been accepted and known bo- throughout history at that time. Yeah, the bottom line in this country was that it was free labor. And the, the free labor allowed some folks to get very wealthy, some corporations to get very wealthy from free labor. Now, I know there was slavery in other parts of the world, but it wasn't industrialized like it was in this country. I'm not sure about that at all, but I, I mean, again, I, I mean, you're talking about mass production of, of a product in this country that they use free labor for. And in other countries, it was more of I beat you and captured you and you're going to do what I tell you to do. So I, that that I, was a type of slavery that they had. As far there. as I know, slaves built the Great Pyramids. I, you know, yeah, I don't. That is correct. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I don't. Uh, you know, again, though, I, I really don't want to get into this argument because it sounds like I'm defending slavery, but uh, and I do not intend in any way to do that. Uh, but you asked the question, you know, yeah. at, at that time, it, it had existed worldwide throughout history, including, as you say, industrial use, which I think is not an apt characterization but the slaves were used to build great pyramids and and uh, certainly those took years to build and uh, mm-hmm. uh, were a huge effort and uh, but that's just an example all right we're taking a break we're coming back Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm gonna give y'all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Southside Johnny and the Jukes. Quite a song. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is back after a fun-filled week in 
Las Vegas. Welcome back, Clayton. <laughs> Thank you, Delk. I'm glad I'm glad to be back. All right. I am glad to be back. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Good morning, Delk. Good morning. Did any of you watch Pence's interview with Chuck Todd this weekend? Uh I did not. I'm I may have seen a clip. If it Man, went, it, it, it was painful. It was painful. Uh, same way with his interview with Clay Travis last week on the radio. I don't know if anybody heard that, but was not good for the former vice president. No, I mean Pence is not gonna. He may not even break one percent. You know, I mean he's just he's a nice guy, but uh, he he it just he doesn't have the special sauce it takes to. I don't know what his portrayal of a person. You know the way he talks and the way he laments on stuff. Uh, it, it's just painful to see him try to squirm and dig around and come around and come up with a with a even a resemblance of an answer to something. Well, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but it's been clear to me from the get go that I mean he just does not have the special sauce to succeed. Uh, as a presidential candidate on the national stage, he just doesn't have it. No, he did the same thing with uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. He he dodged so many questions, and Clay Tra- Clay Travis held his feet to a, to the fire, and it got it got testy. And I, I didn't see the Chuck Todd interview, but I can only imagine how that went. So, well, you know, Chuck interrupted him a couple times, but he never did really answer and then he was talking about he had a lot of support in in the Republican Party and Chuck asked him well how many folks wear mega hats that support you and he him hard around and he never did answer the question you know did he ask him if he would uh if he would give uh Trump a uh, pardon if he was president yeah, well, he'd already stated that he would he would pardon. He wouldn't. See, he wouldn't answer that question. No, no, no he, he, I, he won't answer that question. He, no, he has not answered that question. No, you're right. You're right. Not him. It was Nikki Haley and somebody else. But yeah. anyway, he him he, the way he tries to evade direct answers about anything is just painful. Well. Uh, uh, I, like I said, I don't know exactly what you're do, talking about, but we absolutely agree that he has not got the special sauce it takes to be a presidential candidate in the United States. He's, he, he just doesn't have it. He's wasting his time. I mean, oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go back to this Juneteenth business for a minute because, you know, like I said, before you got here this morning, we're sitting around here sort of going, <laughs> you know, what's this about? We don't really know. Mm-hmm. And then you've helped, yeah. you've helped us. Uh to you know and and certainly it's something that i think uh many many people will you know come to take it into their you know their so their you know to when juneteenth comes around once a year that uh people will you know have, have got to figure out what it's all about before it becomes something that uh people really understand and commemorate mm-hmm. every year however you know <laughs> I'm sitting here looking, Mr. York, and here's my first memory of Juneteenth. Uh, at a Juneteenth celebration, uh, 30 people were sh- in Chicago, of course. 30 people were shot, one dead. I think that I've read that that's risen now to 40 people shot and four dead in their Juneteenth celebration. Uh, 
you know, as I start to collect my memories of what Juneteenth means, that's really the first thing that I knew about Juneteenth before you told me this morning that a bunch, yeah, wh- bunch when of When did that happen? When did that shooting happen? At a Juneteenth celebration in Chicago this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I hadn't heard that. But the significance of the of the Juneteenth celebration is 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 information that people didn't have that were enslaved and finally realized that they were no longer by federal law enslaved. So that was the that that's why the celebration takes place. We did it here in Columbia Saturday and and I I was part of one that was several years ago. We had the first Juneteenth at Fairview Park and was very successful. A lot of people coming out and stuff so they had a, a, a fair amount of people at the one Saturday here in Columbia so so it had me it had a positive meaning to a good number of people yeah for most people I mean you you know that shooting in Chicago is an outlier you know most people celebrate festival environment and 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 have uh, they had different kind of contests at fair at uh, the Riverwalk Park this weekend uh uh, had beauty contests with a few participants and and a uh, young lady from Alabama A&M won the, the beauty contest so it, it's a positive thing overall I mean you in any gathering situation you're going to find some things that might happen that's negative but this the, the Juneteenth is a positive view of what's going on in a celebration yeah well that, I mean that's what I was looking for that that it, it had a positive meaning to uh, a good number of people and that's what a national holiday is all about um, so that's great I, I'm glad to hear and as usual Columbia you know we didn't have a bunch of people shot or dead old Juneteenth Columbia had a, a positive celebration uh, of that event and uh, that, that's something I feel good about and I think we can all feel good about um there you go. All right, I got a, a little thing here. <clears throat> we also talked a little bit about Robert Kennedy before you got on, but here's, uh, you know, here we are. Two thousand nine hundred ninety-six Americans died in nine eleven. One million four hundred fifty-five thousand five hundred and ninety innocent Muslims who died during the U.S. invasion of Iraq for something that they did not do. That's the truth. That's 100% the truth. We, 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 I don't see how, I don't see how we get out there on the world stage and say we have any moral authority anymore about anything. I mean, that that's... Every one of the hijackers was from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, and nobody wants to talk about that. And and now they've hijacked hijacked the PGA now. <laughs> well, and I mean not just the PGA, professional but, soccer, but, you name but, it. Yeah, yeah. But Delk, I agree with you. That was a that was not a war that we should have engaged in. Uh, well, George Bush's daddy engaged in <clears throat> when Saddam Hussein tried to go into Kuwait, and he didn't go into uh, Iraq, and and he had the discipline not to do it. But uh, the, all the Republican war hawks were on board oh, I, I mean, don't, talking about Dick shocking Cheney. off. Uh, the Democrats are now war hawks. I mean, they're well, worse war hawks than John we're McCain. Not, we're, we're not attacking innocent countries. We're Hell yeah, country you are. That, 
We're helping a country defend itself, and other European nations are doing the same. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't buy it. Uh, well, it, it's true, Del. You may not buy it, but that Russia attacked Ukraine. Well, and and they didn't have the defenses that they need to. So the NATO nations have rallied to try to help them defend themselves in their territory. Well, well now we're in a and, proxy. And nothing, I don't think we're in a proxy wrong, war with the Russians, morally. and we are li- risking a nuclear war with the Russians, and for no good cause whatsoever. There is nothing in well, Ukraine. There is talk to a Ukrainian in this country and find out. If well, I can talk to him all I want, though. So, so there is no national interest in Ukraine, oh, oh, and we, you know we what, we are not here to police the whole world and to help out everybody who needs a helping hand. And we will get it wrong. We will find out sooner or later that we shouldn't have been helping Ukraine. We are if we win there, what do we get? Nothing. Nothing. Str- well, you, no you strategic know, territory. No oil. No nothing. Nothing. Ukraine, we get nothing uh, for the victory. Nothing. Ukraine provides an enormous amount of grain to other parts oh, of the best world that, we can, that relieves our ability to have to supply grain and stuff. To well, other we parts want to world. supply the grain. Our farmers would love the business, and we could got have got the capacity we to do it. We have we, got more we don't than have the, the capacity to do yes, the whole world. Yes, we do. <laughs> Ukraine has a large portion of of the African countries that they support, and other well, again though, I mean, countries I, that they support you know, in grain. If if some other countries guys, you know, they're not growing any of our grain in Ukraine. They're not giving growing U.S. grain, so I don't care. And we're going to, you know, let's get back to let's start at the Vietnam War sixty years ago. Let's. We have lost approximately eighty thousand lives, young American men and women, since the beginning of the Vietnam War. Now, let's look at what that's accomplished. There have only been two accomplishments in eighty thousand lives and sixty years of war. In the first Gulf War, we we Kuwait, with whom we had a treaty obligation, we have no treaty obligation whatsoever with Ukraine. Kuwait was invaded by Saddam Hussein. We had a treaty obligation to defend. We did. We took it back. Cost 298 lives. The other successful military operation since the beginning of the Vietnam War was when we took out and killed Osama bin Laden. Cost American lives zero. So 298 of the 80,000 American lives uh, lost since the beginning of the Vietnam War, 298 accomplished anything at all. The rest were wasted. We are we are the the military industrial complex, which is now just as much part of the Democratic Party as it was the neocons of the Republican Party, the Liz Cheney's and other warmongers. You know, we, the, this is what they want, and they want a war with Russia. Mr. We do not Joe need. Don't say much. You don't say much when a Republican president gets involved in a conflict. Like yes, no, the last one to do it was Bush. I, and I have said long and loud that I will never ever vote for a Bush or a Bush affiliated Republican candidate again, ever. Mr. York, no, you, un, Mr. York, vote. Mr. York, under your theory. Would you have us going to war with China when and if they invade Taiwan? 
that's a question I've been tumbling in my mind. Is it is it Taiwan? I've been to Taiwan, and I don't know if we should. But if Taiwan is a free nation, and we advocate freedom across the globe, in other countries advocate. There you freedom, go. We advocate freedom we across to, the globe. I think is it we the need job? To participate to help. Is, is it the job of the United States to guarantee freedom? To every planet across the globe. Is, the are we supposed to be the, the world's States. policemen? Are That's we, the role we have taken, Delk. We've well, taken that role for, for many years. And I have just gone through 60 years of American history where uh, taking that role has been, has been a disaster. Well, well, it's been some's been good, some's been bad. Look at right. South Korea. South Korea is a free nation. I'm I'm just South I wasn't Korea I'm not going that far back. I'm talking. I'm talking about some. You say some's been good, some's been bad, and I go back 60 years. 80,000 American lives lost. That's the bad. 298 American lives actually accomplished the goal of the fight. So that's the good. 80,000 versus 298. You know that's not some good. That's not some bad. That's almost 99 percent bad. Kind of funny that Republicans are on board when a Republican administration's in about any kind of war, and typically you all start the war. But America in this situation did you know, not start the war. We did not instigate Putin overrunning Ukraine. Mr. York, what you don't understand is that Clayton and I, we put place bipartisan blame on both parties for this mess. Absolutely. You know. I mean, Barack Obama won in 2008. Uh, not just because of, but a large part, par- uh, partially because of his uh, wanting to get out of Iraq and then John McCain being the candidate for the GOP that everybody knew would have stayed there another 30 years, 40, 50. Oh, John McCain he- would have attacked Canada. So, I mean, we've still got people like John Bolton advocating for war with Russia right now. They want us to attack. And while we're doing that, they want us to go and attack the Chinese. I, I can't that's get in those war. people's heads. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, don't, I don't think that's in any plans to attack anything. We have strong advocates in the Republican Party, and I just named one for doing just that. Yeah, but to protect, to help a country protect themselves, I don't think that's immoral. I don't think that's wrong. I think that's something because you know, we are a powerful again, nation, we Mr. York, to help. Mr. York, if we decide which countries are deserving of protection, you know, I mean, we we have ruled the world for since the Second World War essentially, and have decided which countries are worthy of protection, all the while thinking we have the moral high ground to do it. You know, I guarantee, let me finish, and then I guarantee you that Hitler thought that he was making the world a better, the countries he conquered, that he was going to make them a better place. Nobody, no nation has the right to judge morally another which ones deserve to be saved and which ones don't. So are you comparing this country to Hitler? Absolutely. That is ridiculous, Del. That is that's ridiculous. He conquered, we conquered. You know. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Heat. Wave heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heat Wave heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heat Wave heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly 
promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. Uh, you know, the worst is probably not over. Uh, I don't think. I'm. Uh, I, I wish it were, but uh, the morning sun is coming up like a red rubber ball. But um, the dawn is bringing a dystopian world that uh, I think we think is normal, and we've come to a place where we think that the world we're in is normal, which is even worse my name's del kennedy i am dude number three dude number two is clayton harris how are you i'm doing well del good morning everybody new national harvard slash harris poll came out over the weekend don't know if you saw that del uh trump up 45 percent over desantis 59 to 14 but the big shocker trump with his largest lead over biden from 2020 to now he's up six points 45 39 desantis up on biden by one point 41 to 40 yeah and that's after he gets indicted dude number one mr jim york y'all better not believe them polls y'all so we're not supposed to believe harvard or again. harris I'm, I'm you know i don't you're right mr york i don't i don't take much stock in polls but uh Certainly, what you know, I'm I'm looking at an article you know about Jonathan Carl, who's that hack over at ABC. He's not a reporter; he's just a a, a political opinionist. Pun, yeah. Opinionist and uh, Coach Lyle. Oh, you want yeah. Coach Lyle has got yeah. something good to talk about. Let's <laughs> let's let let's let Coach Lyle talk about something good. He's over there waving his hand. He's got something that we can all support to talk about, and then we'll go back to fight. I was going to say, before we get back into the dark side, let's talk about something fun here. Uh, <laughs> Southgate Church of Christ is having their annual VBS uh, program uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday night, going from 6.30 to 8 at 2700 Pulaski Pike. Now, this uh, is for all ages, right? Uh, yes. Yes, we do have adult classes uh, as well as the as the kids' classes. Uh, this, this year's theme is Operation Creation. Uh, defenders, defenders of creation. So, uh, so it's but uh, good times, snacks, all that, all the good stuff that comes with VBS, uh, all the time. It is it's tonight, uh, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night from six thirty to eight at the Southgate Church of Christ building uh, on twenty seven hundred Pulaski Pike. If, if you can be there, be there. Visitors are welcome. Oh, of course, that's exactly. We want visitors. All there, kinds of visitors. There you go. <laughs> Thank there you. There you go. Uh, uh, Coach, you're always bringing us the news from Southgate uh, Church Christ, and we appreciate it uh, a lot. Just wonderful things going on there, and as with other places in and around Columbia and southern middle Tennessee. All right. But, again, though, we are living in a dystopian world where now we think it's normal for a sitting president to indict and seek to imprison 
uh, his opponent in an upcoming election uh, where the number one uh, domestic agenda uh, of the majority party at this point is to uh, put men in women's sports and to uh, allow minors to perform have to elect to have permanent sex change surgeries uh, even without the permission of their parents. What are you laughing about? I mean, John... Yeah, I'm, you, worked in, you worked in the judiciary all your life. What are you laughing and about? You're saying, you're saying that there can be no nonpartisan investigation of anybody in this country. Is that what you're trying to say? No. What I'm trying to say is... Biden never- had nothing to do with that investigation. <laughs> He put a man in there, and, and, and Merrick Garland chose an independent investigator to investigate. You know, Mr. York, what you're saying... So is, you're saying that doesn't happen in real life because you were part of judicial system for, what, 30 years? What you are saying is just sad and dangerous. And, and again, though, you're trying to normalize something you're trying to tell us you know that something is normal when it's not uh but and, that's the judicial system isn't it dealt that you worked in no i did not work for the judicial system i worked for the executive branch i was a federal prosecutor that's entirely different okay, than the judicial the, the federal prosecutor prosecuted and investigated donald trump mr york federal prosecutors uh are in a hierarchy just like colonels in the army we do as we are directed and we have to get permission from the top and to do a high profile case like trump we've got to go to the white house legal counsel's office no 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 you you didn't work 25 years you don't have to Yes, you do, or you'll be fired. Um, that, that's uh, that, you. You're talking about Trumpism. How Trump ran his administration. That's what. No, you're I'm about. not. I was there. Through, he told Bill I Barr see, to do everything. My my first president when I was the you know was the Clinton administration. So I was there through Clinton, Bush, Obama, and then finally Trump. Uh, it was wrong for Donald Trump to direct Bill Barr on a day to day basis. It is correct for Biden to allow Merrick Garland to investigate what he needs to investigate without putting his thumb on the scale. That's possible, Del. That's normal. Mr. York, your belief that Biden did not approve and direct the arrest and uh, uh, trial of Trump in Florida is crazy town. It's just nuts. That's not crazy. It does not have normal. That's how the judicial system ought to operate. Can you imagine the phone call that would come down to the U.S. attorney in Florida if he just on his own indicted Trump or if if Garland and the U.S. attorney in Florida just indicted Trump without telling the White House and getting their permission, and all of a sudden that explodes on national news, and the president's calling down going, you did this without letting giving me a briefing, without letting me be prepared for the national announcement of this thing, and all of a sudden a reporter was sticking a microphone in my face going, what's going on? You're fired. That's exactly what would happen. Biden's under investigation himself for, for documents. Oh, Who's doing that? Well, nothing's going to come That's of it. The you Justice know it. Department. They investigated. We Pence are living in a dystopian they, they world. They said exonerated where, Pence. Listen to you. 
I mean, you know, and Mr. York, the thing is, you and I are never going to come to a compromise on this. I mean, we're never going to go to court and have it litigated and, and one of us accept the outcome. Uh, there's only one way to settle this, and, and it's very unfortunate. Clayton's over here nodding his head. Uh, you know, that, that is that, – that we, we, when, when a president indicts and seeks to imprison his political opponent in the upcoming election – Democracy's dead. That that the democracy was dead four years ago. President Biden has joined the ranks of Hitler, Chairman Mao, and Stalin, who also Biden s- is not responsible for the investigation. Uh, Mr. York, there is no. I, you, you know, I worked for the Department of Justice twenty five years. I know how it works, and it defies common sense. Like I said. You're going to have all of a sudden the Merrick Garland and the U.S. Attorney down in Florida trot out and say we invited, indicted a former president, and all of a sudden the White House press corps is asking questions and the White House is not prepared to answer. Then Garland and the U.S. Attorney would be fired on the spot. Well, why hasn't the White House said anything about it? Because they're trying to maintain the separation that's normal and what should be done. In a in a in a society such as ours, you know, normal that, that's this. what what the White House should be doing is in in a normal democracy is calling down to Garland, calling down to the U.S. Attorney in Florida, and saying this is for the voters to decide next year. This is not democracy. Dismiss these cases. That's so what ought to be anybody, happening. If anybody does anything wrong. The Justice Department is supposed to look the other way, whether you are a poor person or a rich person. That's what you're saying. I'm not expanding this. Let Trump get away with anything he wants to do. He can take any kind of top secret documents and share it with people, do whatever he wants. Don't mess with I'm not expanding this to a general description of whatever happened in all cases. This is a very specific case of a president indicting and seeking to imprison his political opponent in an upcoming election. In that case, no, the voters. If Trump, if this this should this should be an issue in next year's election, and if the voters think that Trump's in on the wrong side of it, then of course he won't be elected president. And then after that, let the prosecutions roll if they want to. Now, but Dell. If if Trump would have just given those documents back, we wouldn't even be talking about If the pilgrims shot a cat, they would have been eaten. Uh, if, if he would have done, if he wouldn't have been so childish and would have given all Ms. the York, documents I am not back, gonna, we would not even be talking about this today. Well, I am not going to get into give it, it. If it doesn't belong to you, give it back. That's simple. We wouldn't be talking about this yes, today. The, the merits of the case are irrelevant. I'm not going to talk to you about them it's just not gonna do it you can flap your gums all you want uh just not not well person is done wrong that. whether you are top echelon president or a low person out there that's working for peanuts the same ought to apply they ought to be indicted they ought to now we still got to go through a jury we don't know what's gonna happen you know miss york the thing about what you're doing that I, I just still reflect on, and I can't seem to even impress conservative people that it's true. You know, the last time that we had this kind of crisis in the United States was 1876. And, all right, we're two minutes out. And, of course, we're only 10 years out of the American Civil War, where 600,000 young, the most costly war in American history. 
more than World War II, more than World War I. 600,000 young Americans had died. It was brutal. It was bloody. And at the end of the day, it, I mean, it did get the slaves freed. Uh, so I guess it accomplished something. But, uh, and I get that, well, okay. Bill, I mean, how can you support a person that's putting a country Ms. through this? It's, it's not the government that's wrong. It's the person Ms. that Ms. they're indicting that's I'm, wrong. I'm telling you what a jackass fool you are, and I'm, I say that fondly. A jackass fool? Woo-hoo. Listen, I'm telling I'm telling. I say that fondly. Because I won't believe the untruth that you continue. All right, let me finish. I got one minute. I'm going to tell you what to answer your question. 1876, we were this far divided. Uh, it's basically the same thing. It was a disputed election between the Republican and the Democrat. Well, now, back then, it was entirely flipped, folks. The Republicans were the liberals, and the Democrats were the conservatives. And the the Republicans were the ones who were up north, and the Democrats were down south. And they they both had potential vote counts around the country that would elect the Democrat or the Republican. And they started to go through the constitutional procedure in the in the, in the Congress to resolve the dispute, but you know what they did? They sat down with each other and compromised and just said, okay, we're not going to go through all this vote count mess, and they elected the Republican. Folks, they had just been through a civil war, and nobody had any taste to do it again, and that's where they were, and that's where this we are now. Case that's where we are now, Miss York. And because you are unyielding and you think this is right, you are pushing this country to civil war. Oh, and you don't care. Civil war. Trump's going to be gone. And, and you and you will care. You will cry because you continue to and, support and, somebody and Jonathan who Carl, the- tomorrow has no integrity and you want them to be the leader. Miss York, and that's where you...